When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Friday night, 10, 25 p.m. in the East, streaming live on Pride48.com. It's time for The Mix. My name is Daniel Brewer. I do not do this show alone. I do it with my former best friend, Adam Burns. Adam, how are you this evening? Why am I former? And do you know they have these, um, they fry pickles at Wendy's now and put them on top of a burger. It is a crunchy pickle. I'm doing excellent. Thank you for asking. I, uh, I don't know. I, I mean, yeah, fried pickles are a thing. They're not just an appetizer, Adam. You can you can use them as a something to add to well, like onion okay. rings. Like onion rings used to be a side, but now you can put it yeah. on a burger. Yeah, you, but it's I, different. It's not like a fried pickle like you would get. Let's say you order an appetizer that is an, a fried pickle. Fried pickles, yes. And they have taken a pickle chip. I mean, multiple pickle chips. Yes, they bread them and then they deep they fry them. They have breaded it yes. or dipped it in some sort of batter. Yep, they and then they fried deep, it. Yep, they deep fried it. I don't know what they're doing at Wendy's. It is an actual pickle chip. Yes, but it's not. It's not like it's breaded. It's almost like they dehydrated it, but they also fried it. Wow. There's no moisture in it at all. Huh. It's well, crispy. Yeah, it just sounds. It, that sounds more and more no, delicious. The more no, no, and more you good. describe it, it's really it. good. It's like it's like. <laughs> have you ever had a dill pickle chip? Like a, a like a potato chip. Like a potato chip with dill. Yes, I've had that. Yeah. Yes. So it tastes like that, except it's an actual pickle. Okay. They've somehow sucked all the moisture out of the pickle. It's crunchy. <laughs> I don't know. It's amazing. It's a dehydrated pickle, apparently. Modern science, right. Daniel. Modern science. Why, why am I your former best friend, by the way? Uh, you know, it's the first topic that we have here on the old Trello show. Uh, you know, we stream this live, this show live every Friday night on pride48.com. We didn't last week because we were both out of town and uh, spoiler alert, we won't be next week because I will be out of town. Um, Actually, I'm going to be out of town for the next two weeks. So do with that information as you will. But uh, the reason, Adam, that you're my former best friend is this first topic that I threw up on the old uh, Trello board here. Great disappointment. Great disappointment, Adam. Okay. What? What? I was. Are you saying I disappointed you? Yes, I was driving oh. home from my birthday weekend, so it was March 29th, and of course your show comes out in the evening time for me. You so know, I, I, thought... I rarely, I rarely listen to your show the day that it comes out. I listen to your show the next day. So as we were driving home Tuesday. I'm Any, listening. Wait, 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 hold, whoa, on, whoa. hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me finish my uh, my anecdote here. I listened. I would like. I would like to get in there with my. I listened know. to the show and I thought, oh, it's. I bet you Adam's gonna say happy birthday to me today on his show, and uh, you didn't. But then, not only that, you didn't even use my exit. 
You used uh, Scott, Andy Scott's exit <laughs> on my fucking birthday. <laughs> you know, in my defense, uh, first of all, I do not do a birthday segment. No, I didn't. Not, I, but I figured you just big fatty. I figured you'd fatty. give me a big. Oh, you know, Daniel's off on his birthday weekend, and uh, you know, um, I don't. I don't wish people because I may forget someone and hurt a feeling. Mm-hmm. Um. Also, yes, I did not forget your birthday because I wished you happy birthday in on Discord Twitter. and on Twitter. Yes, both. You did. Yep. And I bought you a present. I know. So you know, you played Auntie Scott's exit on my birthday. You know, honestly, I, I forgot. I'm sure I forgot it was your birthday when no, I was recording. No, I think you realized it because for the rest of last week, you played my exit. Every other day next week, you played yeah, my exit. Yeah, the next day I was like, oh, crap, it was his birthday and I didn't play the thing on his birthday and he's going to, but let me make up for it and do it the whole week. Birthday think, week, birthday I think, week. I think as I mentioned, so I was listening to that on Tuesday, your Monday geeky gay, and then on Wednesday when I'm out walking... I'm listening to Throwing Down with Joe and Adam, and I'm like, all right, I know for a fact that Adam is going to bring up our cruise, uh, and that I have requested that Joe help me manifest a two-bedroom suite. I, it was one thing Shit. I asked Adam to do, <laughs> and I know that he's going to do this on a... So the show starts going, and I'm like, oh, well, maybe... And then you start talking about the cruise, and I'm like, okay, all right, they're talking about the cruise. Uh, this is the point where Adam's going to bring it up. I, <sighs> you, you didn't bring it up, Adam. I'm forgetful. I, you know, I'm, I'm sorry. You should remind me of things. You, when you know I'm recording, throwing down, you should text me. Mm-hmm. Say, hey, by the way, remember you were going to have Joe. Ma- you know, I don't know if you're going to be lucky, Daniel, because I hear that capacity mm-hmm. is really ramping up for these cruises. And so they may be sold. They may not have extra rooms. All right. They may not. But you should manifest that you're getting. I'm what you want. getting the two bedroom suite. Okay. I have bid on it. I am manifesting it. I'm causing it to to be available for the price that I bid on it, and it will be awarded to us shortly before we get on board. Well, I'm sorry that I'm a disappointment to you, Daniel, but I would just say maybe set your expectations a tad bit lower, and then you won't be disappointed in life. I, I feel like, you know, that is that has always been my motto. I've always been a pessimist my entire life. If you expect the worst... Sometimes you're surprised. Well, there you go. I, um, so I did have a lovely birthday weekend, uh, last week. So we did, uh, uh, it was kind of a, it ended up being a much larger weekend than originally started off to be what it originally started off to be just, we were going to go over the Sunday before my birthday, Sunday night before my birthday. And so that we would be there on my actual birthday, we'd be at Disney early enough because we had to be in the Magic Kingdom for a Keys of the Kingdom tour, which is a behind the scenes. It's a five hour behind the scenes tour that you pay extra for. And you have a tour guide that takes you everywhere, including backstage. And um, it's, it's something I've always wanted to do. And Zach had bought me this as a birthday present two years ago. But as you know, my birthday is at the end of March and Disney ended up shutting down in the middle of March for COVID. So this was a two year old birthday present that uh, I was finally getting to do. But then it turned into, uh, because we had COVID over Christmas, we had bought, well, Zach had gotten us Cirque du Soleil tickets for Christmas. 
but because we both had COVID, we couldn't go to the Cirque du Soleil show. So I ended up asking a bunch of my family when I was at uh, mom's death anniversary. Uh, I was like, any of you guys want to go to uh, Cirque du Soleil? And they were all, oh, yeah, well, so I ended up uh, all set, you know, seven people from my family went to Cirque du Soleil Saturday night. So that meant that Zach and I stayed over there Saturday night, Sunday night, Monday night, and came back home on Tuesday. Okay, got it. Right. So three. How is how three is Cirque du Soleil? Are you going to tell us? I am. The new show is called Drawn to Life, and it is, um, it's in the same theater that they did their first show that they created for Disney over there called Lanuba. So. It's it's an amazing theater. The theater is built for Cirque du Soleil. So things come out of everywhere, you know, they just drop down and screens show up and um it is a very high-tech show. It is the most high-tech Cirque du Soleil show that I've ever seen because it all deals around Disney animation. So everything is constantly moving and they have performers in costumes on stage that are having projections on them. They're actually having real, you know, they're dressed in all white and there's a projector projecting onto them and it syncs with them. Like as they move, that projector <laughs> stays rock steady, rock steady with them. And I'm like, how are they doing? How are they aiming that projector? So pers- and it was like, we we we're, there's so many things like that that are just like, you're, you're sitting there going like, wait, how are they doing that? How, what? So drawn to life. Yes. Abraham Lincoln Museum. Oh, like, now that's know, uh, like, what, that's what, a... what what cuz I know, you know, you were very impressed with the technology at the Abraham Lincoln Museum. I was. I was. Um I, I'm going to say that the the ghost in the library at the Abraham Lincoln Museum is the coolest 3D staging effect I've ever seen. Unless Cirque du Soleil did it, and we just didn't know they did it because there but was so many fucking cry things. At the Abraham Lincoln Museum, you probably I did not. cried at the. I did Cirque not. Du I did not cry at That's a right. Disney performance. It so. is a Disney performance. I, if I had one complaint for Drawn to Life, um, Cirque du Soleil shows usually build to a a, a fin, you know a finale. The last act is kind of a a large group of acrobats doing a whole bunch of things all at once, and it's kind of, uh, you know, it's kind of like their hallmark, right? There's like this big complicated ending act that, you know, you're going to end the show on a bang. Sure. Yeah. Cirque, uh, so, uh, drawn to life does not have that. The, the last act that they bring out to you is kind of not even the best act of the show. You're just like, really? You're going to end on a that? Woman on a horse. <laughs> close, close. Like it's that. women on those swingy things where they jump between them and they, you know, oh, okay. it's just, okay. that was, which is a great act, but sure. I don't know that I would close the show with it because I'm like, what you're wait, that was it really? That, that was the end. Oh, okay. Huh? Um, otherwise an amazing show. I know that on that other podcast, uh, Larry Vader was talking about how the, the tickets are very expensive for it. We were in the mid range seats. So we were in the $119 seats and it, it is such a, well-built theater and it is so intimate that there are no bad seats in that theater. It's like that theater was built specifically for Cirque du Soleil and there are no obstructed views. All this, even the so-called nosebleed seats, you can see everything perfectly. It's, it's, it's a very, you know, it's a very well laid out theater. So there are no bad seats in there. Did you see the, um, I saw some, there's some 
inside the magic YouTube channel that was recommended to me. And he was talking the host of the show. Mm-hmm. He does Disney news apparently, or maybe theme park news. I don't know. Yeah. Apparently someone sunk in a log flume. That happened recently on my birthday. You know, on the, your birthday, the oh, funniest, okay. the funniest thing was, is as we were walking through, um, the frontier land, that was where we were going to be going for our first access to backstage. We were going to go back to the parade buildings. Um, and I'll talk about that in a minute. But as we were going there, we passed by Splash Mountain and the ride had stopped. And our guide actually said, oh, it looks like there's some problems with Splash Mountain. The cast members are up there helping them out. I looked over and there were cast members up near the boats, like helping people. They were evacuating Splash Mountain. And I didn't think anything of it. And then when I read that article and it's like, it took place on Monday, March 28th (laughs) at like 1045, which is when we were walking past. I was always like, wow, we, we saw that. We, we actually were there and we saw it anyway. That's not important. I didn't see the sunk log. All right. So this, uh, so we started off with seven family members at the Cirque du Soleil show. We had gone to dinner at the Edison at Disney Springs earlier in the evening. And then we went to do uh, Cirque du Soleil. And then afterwards we went to the Ghirardelli ice cream shop and, and had ice cream and uh, sat along the, you know, Ghirardelli is chocolate and you don't like chocolate. They have an so. ice cream shop. Okay. They have, but van- I would assume it's mostly focused around chocolate. No, it's, it's vanilla. Okay. It's vanilla ice cream with all kind of, Stuff you can put on it that's chocolate, but they also have caramel, which I like. So, yeah, it was a vanilla and caramel Sunday thing. Anyway, it's not important now. What is important is uh, I had a great time with my family. Um, they they left, and then we we went back to the hotel, and then on uh, the next day, which would have been Sunday, yes, on Sunday we did brunch over at the House of Blues uh, down at Disney Springs. So we did the uh, the Sunday Gospel brunch at the House of Blues, which was really fun. Uh, if you've never done it before, I highly recommend it. Um, from there, we went over to uh, Typhoon Lagoon, the water park at uh, Disney, and we spent the afternoon at the water park. It was great. There was almost nobody there. It was very uh, sparse crowds in the water park. And then uh, Sunday evening, we headed over to, I want to say we went to Epcot to grab some food. And uh, so we went over to Epcot for dinner. And then. Uh, did, on, you, did you mention where you stayed? Did you stay in a Disney resort? Or no, did we didn't. Say- we, we stayed uh, at a courtyard by Marriott. So we stayed oh, okay. across okay. property at the courtyard by Marriott. Um, we rarely stay in Disney hotels because they're very expensive. And, we, you know, we don't really need the room that much. Um, yeah. So anyway, so. And then on Monday morning, we showed up for the Keys of the Kingdom tour. Uh, you're given like these little earpieces that you put over your, you know, that kind of fit over your ear. But it's a, there's a cellular connector to it. So you your earphones are plugged into this cellular connector that you're wearing. And your tour guide has a mic. So as you're walking through the kingdom, whatever, you don't have to be right next to her. Like you can hear her in your ear. You can adjust the volume and stuff so you can hear her doing her, oh, her nice. spiel. Uh, one of the, when we got over to the jungle cruise, um, they brought us in through the exit of the jungle cruise and then put us all on a boat, you know, on the ride. But then instead of the skipper doing his normal spiel from the jungle cruise, our tour guide like pointed out the behind the scenes things at the jungle cruise as we went around. So she was basically our, our, our cruise guide going around. Um, we got to go backstage to see the parade uh, floats coming out of the building uh, for the afternoon parade and all the performers getting ready to get on them. 
uh, like the big, huge Maleficent float, the dragon that was testing the fire and the smoke effects on it and stuff. So we, we hung out backstage watching the parade prep stuff. Lots of cool stuff there. Got to see characters walking around and guess which character they are because they weren't wearing their tops or their heads. They were just wearing like the bottom part of their costume. So <laughs> okay. it was like, oh, it's a dwarf. I have no idea which dwarf that is, but uh, definitely a dwarf. Uh, and, you know, you could identify like Pluto and Mickey, but... Um, yeah, got to see all the performers uh, get lined up for the parade. Um, and then we had lunch. Uh, and then we went uh, through another section of the park um, to do some stuff. You know, it was, it, she was talking the whole time. So there's a lot of tours. And then we, we rode the Haunted Mansion. Um, and what we, we did behind the scenes, we went in through the uh, VIP entrance at the Haunted Mansion and stuff. Um, and then we went underground. We went underneath Disney into the Utilidor system. And we explored uh, a whole bunch of stuff down in the, it was so fun. It was, it was it, for a Disney nerd like me, it was really, really great. Uh, and, you know, any question you could ask, uh, you know, she would have the what answer. Or find the, the answer. What was the tunnel like? Is it just like a big, do you just feel like you're in a big like building under the ground? Yeah. Or? Cause that's what it is, right? It is just a big windowless building underground. But what the, some of the things they do cool in the, in the tunnel system is all the, all the electric wiring and you know, pipe, you know, plumbing and everything are exposed along the ceiling because remember the magic kingdom is built on the second floor. So that way, if they need to work on pipes or work on, you know, air conditioning or electricity or data cables or whatever, they don't yeah. have to, they're in, they can do it underground. They don't have to like go block off a section of the, the park upstairs or like, they don't have to show workers upstairs. They can fix it underneath the kingdom. Um, but yeah, they're, they're like that. The, the one thing that you really notice when you get down there is that there's kind of, there's music playing, ambient music playing, but it's not Disney music. It's like pop music. And she was like, yeah, the, it's whatever the tech guys want to play. But yeah, we, we don't, play Disney music because we work at Disney. <laughs> it's like, if you can imagine, you know, this is where our break rooms are and everything. So if you can imagine sitting in the small world ride, working it all day long, hearing that song and then coming underground and, you know, hearing that even more. So it's, it's a mixture of music that they play down there. So do they have their own like restaurant or, you know, something for employees like they oh, do yeah, yeah. on. Yeah. yeah. There's a huge, huge uh, warehousing, uh, not warehousing, uh, uh, what am I trying to say? Wardrobe area. So every costume at Disney is a costume that they give you, right, to wear. And you you know, you don't have to wash them or anything. You just drop them off at the laundry and then you pick them up. You know, they. you can check out like five costumes and then you can cycle them through the laundry there for they'll they'll clean them press them they put them on the rack with your name on them and so every day you show up you get your costume uh, there's some costumes that they will allow to go home like the tour guide costumes which are designed to go anywhere in the park like uh any of the character costumes or any of the the land costumes don't leave with the employees ever like they they have to stay at disney so um but yeah, it was it was really cool. The Utilidor system yeah, is huge. Want Mickey Mouse showing up at a keg party, you know, in downtown, downtown Orlando or something. It's you know, true. They, wanna... they don't want Jasmine to go home in that dress. Yeah, it's because she's no longer Jasmine. Yeah. So it's like if yeah. she's, you know, smoking a cigarette or whatever, that looks bad on Jasmine. Anyway, so yeah, the it was really fun. I would highly recommend it. It was a five hour tour, a five hour tour. Um, it was really cool. I, I cannot say enough cool things about it. Um, I, I learned a lot as much as I know about Disney. I learned even more about Disney, uh, about the magic kingdom 
I only had to correct her once. <laughs> oh, <laughs> she, of course you did. She stated that the orange bird was a character created by Disney for the Florida citrus growers. And it was the first time that a non Disney character has been in the park because the orange bird character is all over Disney world in Florida. It's like, it's like, that was the first time that a non Disney character was ever in our parks. And I was like, actually they had an aunt Jemima pancake house at Disneyland. And there were five different ladies that played aunt Jemima. So no, could have been the first animated. Yeah. Oh, I didn't answer your question about the restaurants. Yes. They have break rooms and restaurants downstairs. Almost all of the cooking and stuff is done downstairs. Um, so, uh, well, no, no, not the cooking, but there's, they have food and stuff down there. Yes. They have restaurants down there that they can order from and eat at that are fast for, you know, have burgers and fries and things like that. Okay. They also can get food from the park because a, a, a working cast member can get like a 50% discount on food. So it's like they can, they can get their own food. Um, for a discount. They can't do that on days they're not working. It's only like a 20% discount then. But anyway, it's not important. Uh, that was my super fun. Um, well, I'm glad you had fun. How much, so how much does one, does a ticket to do that tour cost? It was a birthday present. So I couldn't possibly tell you. No, I, I want to say that that particular tour is like 149 a person or, or oh, that's not bad for five hours. I yeah, would think, yeah, it's a five I would think hour it would be more than that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there was. I mean, pro- it's like five hundred just to get into Disney now, isn't it? <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, you also had to have an admission ticket for the day, but I mean, we have passes, so that that didn't factor into ours. But um, you cannot. Um, no one under the age of sixteen can go on the tour because you go backstage and you can see characters without their heads on, and so they didn't want kids to see that. Um, but yeah, it's just it's one of the tours. There's another. I think the next tour that we're going to do is the Savannah one over at animal kingdom. And that's a $200 tour, but that includes like eating. Well, I mean, they fed us on this cruise. You get to feed the giraffes and you get to feed the rhinos and you get to, uh, uh, also feed the giraffes, but yeah, but you also get to eat out on the Serengeti. Um, so anyway, uh, but that's one that Zach wants to do. So we'll probably do that. All right. Let's, uh, talk about something that is rapidly approaching rapidly approaching Adam. Yes. I'm stalling because I don't know exactly how many days, but I'm racing to log in here so that I can, uh, find out what the, uh, 49, no, I I have no idea what this is going to be about because what you wrote in this card, 49 days to go, Adam, 49 days to go until we get, to Seattle and leave uh, on the ovations. Actually, we'll be in Seattle a few days before, but uh, 49 days until we leave on the ovation of the seas. 49 days. That's right. Also, a very important day coming up this Monday, the 11th, is check-in. Actual check-in this time. Uh, So make sure that you check in on the 11th early. Okay. Uh, Because we want to get an early arrival time. That's really the only reason we want to check in early is because we want to get an early arrival time so that we have more time on the ship. That's all. Um, anyway, so as I have been getting excited about this cruise, I went over to Facebook, which I know you're not a fan. I know you don't like Facebook. Oh, got the love boat theme going there. Are you, are you even going to send me that track? (laughs) Yeah, I will. (laughs) I can't hear it. 
Um, it's it's echoing. If you're trying to play it, I am I am stomping over it. Well, you can. Is your original is sound that better? Out? It is now. Oh. Is that better? Yes. Now I can hear it. Yeah. It was it was noise um, canceling it before. All right. Uh, here's the thing. Um, uh, oh, Kyle's going to come too. Uh, so Gary in the chat room says that Mike and Kyle said they were meeting you oh, when you get we back. Get, we get both. Well, I know we're going to dinner with Mike. I didn't know that Kyle's yeah. going to be there. That'd be fun. Two for one. Uh, anyway, so Adam, so I joined a Facebook group because I remember back when I took my Disney cruise, there was a Facebook group specifically for my cruise, right? Specifically for my date range, the cruise. Okay. And that's where people uh, on the Disney ships, they'll like do gift exchanges between rooms that on people's doors Ugh. and stuff. And that's where you sign up for. Anyway. So sure. I'm like, okay, I, I want to see what's going on here. So I found our Royal Caribbean ovation of the seas, Facebook group for our cruise. And I joined it. Okay. And I'm reading through and it, not a yeah. whole lot of stuff posted there right now, but I was reading, reading through and this one. Oh my God, Becky, I'm so excited about this cruise. I'm going to put the stickers on the door and the, anyway. No, they weren't doing that. I, I, it was more of, oh, look, Royal just released this, uh, this new guideline for this is, you know, this is going to apply to us. And somebody was like, oh, what's the name, which, which port in Seattle are we leaving out of? And somebody else was like, oh, look, here's a, a YouTuber that is an, a, a Royal Caribbean cruise member, you know, a, a crew member that has a YouTube channel. He just got moved to our ship. So his videos are now about our ship. So, um, you know, and they linked his, his channel and stuff like that. So it, it's been, you know, helpful stuff. It's been no fun, not a lot, but it's been fun to, to look through the thing. But, um, as I was scrolling down, I ran across this post and I thought this is the greatest post ever. Like this is the, the I like I, I I almost want to get this printed on a t-shirt. Uh and I gave it a like because I thought replying to it would come across bad badly. Uh because if I said like, dude, that's the greatest post ever, then it would be, you know, he, he would think I was Okay, what's joking. the post? The post we're dying to this hear. Post, this post. Looking forward to having a dirty banana when we get on board. A dirty banana. <laughs> now, now there's there's no other context to it. This is old man named George Hollowell, uh, and he and his wife uh, have a big picture in front of a cruise ship there on their Facebook page that I'm looking at here. Uh, but I I gotta meet this guy. It's like I what? it's like I want a T-shirt. It says like I met the dirty banana guy. It's like in my brain, if I see this guy on the ship, there's no way I'm not pointing out and going dirty banana guy. I was just but like. <laughs> What does he mean? He what? a dirty is he banana. Literally saying a dirty banana, like they serve the you know the fruit. The banana is dirty, or is there a, dirty, a sex? Is a, there a sex position just, called you know, dirty banana? I, I'm just saying, Adam. A dirty banana is a drink that they offer on board. It is basically a, a I think it's like a banana white Russian. It's it's like Kahlua and cream and banana. And, oh, okay. And it's a, um, but this guy really likes his dirty bananas and I'm just, I, I want, if we do a podcast on board, I want to interview this guy. I want to talk to this guy. You, you I want need the to piano know player from the bar. You I need want to know the his dirty obsession. banana guy. I need you to want... know his stuff. George Hollowell, the dirty I mean, banana we're gonna, guy. We're going to end up like roving around the ship with a recorder, just talking to random if you bartenders. Don't, if and you stuff. don't think that one of my objectives online, uh, you know, once we get on board is to find George Hollowell and get a selfie with him. 
to get a selfie with the dirty banana guy. I will buy him a dirty banana just so I can get a selfie with him. I think we're going to have like 4,000 people on our ship or something. You yeah. think you're going to find that one guy? Oh, oh, trust me, Adam. I'm going to find him. I'm going to find him. You think he's going to wear a t-shirt that says, I'm the dirty banana guy? I'm, maybe I should get one made and give it to him. It's just like, uh, you know, the, the dirty there, banana guy. Is there guy. a photo of him on Facebook? Do you yes. know what he looks like? Yes. Oh, okay. You should join this. Uh, no. I don't do Facebook. I know you don't, but this isn't Facebook. This is just a Facebook group specifically to our cruise. Uh, you can tell me anything you learn. Okay, <laughs> great. <clears throat> I thought you'd be more excited about the dirty banana guy. No, honestly, I'm, I'm excited like, about the dirty banana guy. I'm looking forward to meeting him, having a dirty banana with him. Yeah. Okay, great. Um, I didn't know what a dirty banana was, so that was a good thing to learn about. Now you know. Excellent. It is the contact segment of the show. This is the segment of the show where we play your voicemails, read your emails. Uh, Adam, do we have any emails this week? It depends. Well, we did, but it didn't count. Uh, um, well, I have a question before you do that, though. Yes. You skipped a topic. Are you going to talk about that during the contact segment? Or? Yes. Yes, I am. Okay. Uh, because okay. it pertains specifically to the do you want to talk about it now adam do you want to talk about it now i heard on your show the other day on the geeky gay that uh yeah that the the moved twilio had happened it did yeah our phone numbers are now on twilio and amongst other things like sending a fax who the fuck's gonna send a fax uh it will you can call voice you can leave the voicemail or you can text the number so i immediately as i'm out on my walk texted the geeky gay voicemail uh, and I got a reply back, you know, saying like, thank you for your text, blah, blah, blah. And you know, you can change the, the reply URL or something if you're the account owner. Um, yeah, that was Wednesday. You've not read that. You've not. So like I've sent a voicemail to both the geeky gay voicemail and to the, the death one today. So now my question well, is. Where did they go? Because I would love to tell people at the end of the show that they could just text us. Like you can, you, if you don't want to call, that's fine. Just text us. 70761-DEATH. You can text us. Uh, they go to the Twilio account and I haven't figured out how to read them yet. I, I was just saying, I was saying in the future, <laughs> that is something that we will have. But I don't know where I go to. I'm sure I can find them, but I don't know where. I, you, are you saying that you have texted I have texted both numbers. Uh, you know, I think I have to set something up to like send them to an email or something. Okay. I think I think I have work to do. Okay. But we have the SMS functionality. <laughs> I just have more work to do. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's get to our first phone call, shall we? I'm going to assume that these wave files at the bottom that came in on email were, I don't know. I don't know what order these are in. We'll just, we'll just call this number one. Here we go. Hey, mix minus. Daniel and Adam, this is Scott from Northern California. Hi, Scott. Calling with Celebrity Deaths. Yes. Uh, Taylor Hawkins from Foo Fighters. Sad. Yes. And Peter Bogdanovich is a movie director. Uh-huh. And he's dead to me, Will Smith. 
And also, um, <laughs> Daniel, thank you for posting them so quick. Uh-huh. Really quick now. They used to take right to Wednesday, but now they're on by Saturday or Sunday. That's right. And Adam, just override Daniel and tell tell us the airplane crash story. And <laughs> he really also, wants Adam, to know. Who in the world is is Sydney? Is that some foreign exchange student? Yes. Yeah, Adam. Who is Sydney? Hmm. Sydney and is also, my uh, dog. I don't have a clue what it means, but Witchhaven. Wood, Wood, Woodhaven. 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 Or something. Yeah, Woodhaven. So Woodhaven, as you've heard other callers say occasionally, is uh, Kathy Bacon once called in to our old show, Dubious Intent. This was this was a decade ago. She called in, and at the end of her call where it cut off, she said Woodhaven, and it just cut off. And so I surmised at that point in time that that's a secret way of just ending the call immediately just by saying Woodhaven. Like that's a keyword to let us know that you're done with the call and that we can, we can then move on. And for some reason she's continued to say it throughout the years. Um, remind me the two that he said, he said, uh, the, the Foo Fighter guy, uh, I don't know the Foo Fighter drummer's name, but it's you'll fighter guy. Yeah. Someone will say it soon. Uh, and then he said a director, uh, Hey, Mix Minus, Daniel and Adam. This is Scott from Northern California. Yep, yep, yep. Calling with yep. Celebrity Deaths. Yep, yep. Uh, Taylor Hawkins from Foo Fighters. Taylor Hawkins was the Foo Fighter guy. Sad. Okay. And Peter Bogdanovich. Is a movie. Peter Bogdanovich? The movie director? Okay. Uh, uh, congratulations, uh, Scott. You were entered into uh, the contest there, and we've bumped up the prize by two bucks. Let's see what this this phone Daniel call is. Daniel oh and God. Adam, oh it's your God. favorite two listeners, Chris and Dennis. <laughs> Hi, Chris well, and Dennis. I've been with you since the beginning, 15 mm-hmm. years. It's only one listener. It's Chris. On yeah, because Dennis hates us, right? Doesn't Isn't Dennis, Dennis like... Dennis never... He... Chris, like, no, you, you pissed a, him off with something, Chris, and so now... Because we didn't give him a, a, a death phone sync, so now Dennis will never Are you imagining call. Dennis... Chris, is Dennis your imaginary best friend? Wow. What? I mean, we've never, how would we know? We've never Mm -hmm. heard from Dennis. All right, let's move on. Anyway. Yes. I just wanted to say Estelle Harris from Seinfeld, and she was Mrs. Potato Head. Yes. Uh, She died at 93. And then, of course, Daniel, no, this character, Bobby Rydell. He was a big uh, crooner (laughs) in the 60s, teen idol, uh, Volare, Soldier Boy. I was born in 67. <laughs> I did not cry. I've heard the name Bobby Rydell, but uh, I've, I don't think I can name a song of his. Anyway, did you get the Estelle one? It's Estelle. Yeah, I did. She was uh, Seinfeld's mom, right? Yes, and also the voice of Mrs. Potato Head from Toy Story. So, okay. Daniel, I have a specific question for you. Yes, what? Because you know how wishy-washy Adam is. Right. What yes. did you, what do you have to say? Dennis and I were very interested, Daniel, in what you have to say about uh, uh, Will Smith slapping Chris really? Rock across the face at the Oscars. Really? So if you talk about that for a little bit, we'd enjoy to hear your take oh. on it. And Adam, huh, we were chuckling about your Cracker Barrel and them forgetting your food. And then on your uh, Geeky Gay, mentioning Whataburger, you show up and they're all sitting at the table and everybody's ignored you. We've gone through yeah. that. You know how many times I've gone through the drive-thru and something's missing in the bag? Now I sit in the drive-thru. I don't move until I check the bag to make sure everything's in there. There you go. Same thing with the restaurant. You walk in, they're sitting at the table next to the counter where, and everybody ignores you and pretends you're not there. Oh, yeah, that's why we get a kick out of you, Adam. Next to Nobody the tells a story like that <laughs> like you, Adam. So there's a compliment. They did. And I want to thank you. Dennis and I want to thank you both for always 
being so gracious when we call. So we uh, we missed you for a week, but we're glad you're back and get trashed. <laughs> okay. So, uh, uh, yes. Well, I was just going to say. In the car. And I know I talked about this on Geeky Gay, but I, I yelled into the kitchen. I know. I'm not even kidding. Animals screamed it. In it, reality, like in your mind, I feel like you screamed, but in reality, it was probably a little more like, hey, hey, <clears throat> hey. <laughs> well, I, I felt like I was yelling, but who knows? All right. Uh, so several things to unpack here. Someone in the chat room, Gary, our, our executive producer is not here yet because he's working doing some other things. So he's not here. How dare he have a job? He's he's here not reminding me of things, but Gary Bearden in the chat room is keeping me honest here. Uh, We kind of talked over you, Scott, in Northern California. Sydney is uh, Adam's dog and it is a, what's the the breed? It's some kind of Spaniel. She's a Shih Tzu. Oh, she's a Shih Tzu. Yeah. And uh, something, I just read something today about something in Katy, Texas. Okay. Wasn't that where you lived? Wasn't that? No. Katy, Texas is near where I lived. It's a suburb. But uh, no. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Katy, Texas is a suburb of Houston. Oh, but you had a dog named Katie. Maybe that's what I was thinking. I had a dog named Katie. Yeah. All right. So uh, the two things that they wanted to know about, what was it? They wanted to know about the the Will Smith thing. And what else? I I don't know. Well, I think Uh, he was just talking about Cracker Barrel and fast food. Okay. So the whole Will Smith thing, I, I don't watch the Oscars, so I only saw this in snippets the next day. Right. Um, yeah, I, I hate that bullshit. I hate that masculine bullshit. Like keep your, keep my fucking wife's name out of your fucking mouth. And I'm like, that's just, that's just bullshit. Machoism, sex. I mean, that's, that's basically misogyny in a, in a barrel there. Right. It's like, what do you mean? You're what you like? She's not your property. She's a grown woman. She has her own opinion. She has her own voice. Um, you don't have to be a douche about it. Um, I just, I hate that kind of humor anyway, the whole, you know, digging at people kind of humor I always have, but I feel that, um, yeah, it was stupid. It was, it was, it was an embarrassing display that he did and it was stupid and he shouldn't have done it. And, uh, you know, he's kind of getting what he deserves now. He's yeah. They, they banned him from the Oscars for the next 10 years and they, well, that's not even the, I mean, who cares? He used to boycott the Oscars because there were no black nominees, which I, I thought he was right to do that. But uh, the, the well, no, the real thing is Netflix paused his contract on the movies that they're working on with him and stuff. So, I mean, that's, that's oh, yeah. directly is, is uh, the Academy doesn't pay him. <laughs> so, well, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Uh, yes. All right. You're right. Let's go to our next voicemail. Hello. So many people died. I can't even. But anyway, um, I have to laugh. Adam. You are like playing the deceased and and walking games so greatly. I'm getting a kick out of the uh, out of the uh, identifying who the people are. Um, it's uh, it's so funny because that game kind of reminds me of uh, another game that I used to listen to on a podcast. I can't think of what it was, but no, um, no idea. Anyway, uh, I, <laughs> I I I'm speechless. Mm-hmm. I, I laughed so hard it's like such a stretch or whatever and what made me think of it is actually a belgian footballer miguel which i probably said that wrong daniel I don't um, van 
I'm not even going to say his last name, passed away, he's 28. And <laughs> I'm not asking for that to be uh, admitted into the context. Um, but anyway, I thought of Belgian waffles. Uh-huh. And I thought, oh, gosh, if this guy comes up on the deceased or walking game, um, you would you would probably say – uh, you would probably say he invented the Belgian waffle or the waffle right. or whatever. But anyway, <laughs> all right. Well, you guys aren't even on this weekend. Um, so I guess I'll just go to bed earlier on uh, Friday night. Okay. <clears throat> bye. All right. Bye. I, she didn't even say who, anyone who died. <laughs> no, she said so many people died and then went into her stories, like whatever those stories are. I don't know. That was, that was Kathy Bacon. Thank you, Kathy Bacon. Uh, appreciate that call. Uh, was that, this one? No, this one. All right, and yeah, here's our next one. Hi, guys. RT Cruzas. Um, just ringing for the celebrity death phone. Yes. Drummer of the Foo Fighters, Taylor Hawkins, dead at 50. Dead. Okay, All bye. Right. All right, bye. Uh, absolutely, yes. The uh, Taylor Hawkins from the Foo Fighters. You can add RT Cruiser's name in once to the, uh, okay. to the thing. Let's move on to our next one. Taylor Hawkins... The grummer for uh, Foo Fighters yes. has died. Yes. Uh, I just saw that, and I'm still listening to the after show tonight. So anyway, <laughs> I'll hear that on the, uh, uh, the 8th uh-huh. of April. Right. Bye. This is right. Gary in yeah, it's Gary. Portland. Bye. Uh, Gary in Portland gets an entry. Absolutely, Taylor Hawkins. Uh, yeah, see, even Gary doesn't know where he is. He said... <laughs> This is Gurry in Portland. Somewhere. All right. Uh, next one. Taylor Hawkins. Dead, I tell you. Dead at age 50. Yes. Wow, they're just dropping like flies. They so are. many deaths at the moment. Uh-huh. Taylor Hawkins. Uh-huh. Uh, Daniel, I know you're not into music. You won't know who it is. Adam will tell you. Uh-huh. He's in the Foo Fighters, or well, he was. Uh-huh. Okay, Scotty, Rosie Butler, enter <laughs> me in the competition and give me $1. You know, I'm probably going to get this wrong. Uh-huh. Because I didn't really listen to the Foo Fighters. Uh-huh. But I feel like I saw Dave Grohl yeah. on Hot Ones. Okay. And I feel like he was a, a member of Foo Fighters, or is. That very well could be. Uh, anyway, just recently, I saw him on on an episode eating hot wings. Do you not? Do you not? Do you not see a pattern here? Like no. Scotty just called in and said the same thing that Bacon said, which is so many deaths this week, and then only named one. It's just like, are we oh. are we supposed to just give him credit for others? I only like, I only pay partial attention. So. Uh, all right, uh, we're coming to the home stretch here. Let's play this one. Hey, Daniel, this is Scott the Seder. I meant to call back after my first call last week to wish you happy birthday, and I didn't because mm-hmm. I just, mm-hmm. I fucking forgot. So here we go. Yes. Happy birthday to you. Me. Happy birthday to you. Me. Happy birthday. I'm no Gary Bearden. Dear Daniel. Happy me. Happy birthday to you, you Disney whore. <laughs> I'd wish Adam a happy birthday, but he's still dead to me. That's right. Also, Chris and Dennis, screw it. You're dead to me too. Dead, dead, dead. <laughs> this is a Seder. Seder. Bye bye. Okay. Uh, Seder. Now, again, you don't get entries for people you kill. So, uh, also, 
you know, I, I know he's still trying for this four Scots in one mm-hmm. episode. And, and I want to say mm-hmm. so close. We're well, at three right we're now. We're at three Scots right now. If, if Auntie Scott, if Auntie Scott was one of these calls, don't, don't get your hopes up. Uh, then, uh, yeah, would you would have achieved your four Scots. Let's see. Hi guys. It's Brian in the berries. Yes. I have a late submission for Stephen Wilhite, Stephen the Wilhite. creator of the GIF, Ugh. the graphical interface for the format. It's called a GIF um, thingy. And yes, he wanted it pronounced. GIF. I don't care. I don't give a shit what Not he GIF, wanted it pronounced. It's GIF. GIF. No, GIF it's GIF. Again, it's Stephen Wilhite. Yep. The creator of the GIF, GIF file format. Yes, yes. And I think he passed away on March the 14th. Yeah, he did. Okay. Did someone uh, did who we said, have said it the way he didn't want it to be said murder him? <laughs> probably. Because they... Probably. Because everyone a, loves arguing about that. that is is he really a, a celebrity? That, that's I mean, the question. he's, he's I mean, a tech celebrity. I'll give it to him. Okay. If we don't already have him on the list, I'm good with that. We'll probably get complaints from Australia. Oh, of course we will, but... It's, it's fine. Yeah, hi guys, RT Cruiser for the Celebrity Death Phone. Yes. Another sad one, this. Estelle Harris, dead at 93. Mm-hmm. You would know her as George Costanza's mother in Seinfeld and the voice of Mrs. Potato Head in the Toys movies. I packed your angry okay. eyes. Bye. Okay. Uh, yeah, we already gave that one out. We and did? Uh, Yeah, but I did add you to the list. And... Um, it's yeah, not really I, sad. I mean, it is sad, but she was 93. So I feel like when you're in your 90s and you die, mm-hmm. you've had a good life. You know? <laughs> I'm trying to think if I missed one. Yeah, hi guys, RT Cruiser. Oh, that's that one. All right, so RT Cruiser called again then. Yeah, hi guys, RT Cruiser for the Celebrity Death Phone. Another sad one, this. Estelle Harris. Oh, wait, no, that's the one I just played. Then what was the one right before it? Yeah, hi guys, RT Cruiser for the Celebrity Death Phone. Bit of a tragic one, this, and has, my childhood has been destroyed. But Ernie Carroll, the um, puppeteer behind Ozzy Ostrich, dead at 92. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> I have never heard of this possible. Who's Ozzy Ostrich? Oh, it must be some Australian morning show thing. Um, You know what? I, I'm going to, I know we upset Chris and Dennis earlier when we didn't take somebody that we'd never heard of before. The rule is it has to be someone we know because we're putting up our cash for this. It's got to be somebody we know. I'm sorry that your childhood television show puppeteer died, but I've never heard of him. So I'm going to say no on that one. Okay. Um, and the final it's the final voicemail. Really? I feel like we had 13 or something. Was that 13 already? That was. Oh, Unless wow. I've skipped over some, which I don't believe I have. Uh, let's go to our final voicemail. Hey, hey. Daniel. Yes. AJ. Yes. Uh, death Who? phone call. Who's AJ? Estelle Harris, George's mom on Seinfeld. Who's AJ? Dead, age 93. Dead, uh-huh. Estelle uh-huh. Harris. Oh, Lordy, I hope you've actually heard of her. <laughs> okay, thanks, AJ. Thanks, Daniel. This is Scotty. Bye. Give me a dollar. Enter me in the draw. Thank you. Okay, AJ. I don't get the AJ. 
Uh, well, my name used to be Joseph Adam. Right, which would have been J.A. He's, so it's like he's he didn't swapping even... the, he's just swapping it and, yeah. Or he thought it was in that order, or he thought, maybe he thought when I changed my name, yeah, I changed it to Adam Joseph. Oh. But I did not. No, you changed your name from Joseph Adam. To, to Adam. Just, to just Adam. I, re- I removed the Joseph. All right. I'm just going to move forward here with the belief that I played everything. I'm looking, just scanning through it here. I'm pretty sure I played everything. Uh, thank you, everyone, for calling in. We really do appreciate uh, every single phone call, even when we make fun of them, even when we, we do. We, we, we absolutely really do appreciate it. And uh, yeah, if you would like to add your voice to this mix, you can do so. You can call... <laughs> I just read in the chat room, RT Cruiser is very upset that we did not give that to him. That's uh, bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, it is not important way. If you'd like to call us, you can. Our phone number is 70761-DEATH. Or you can go to our website, uh, voicemail.mixminuspodcast.com and record it directly from there. So uh, thank you to everyone. Three, two, one. I'm sorry, what were you going to say? I was going to say, if I get a chance, I'll try to activate the text messaging. You could also, te- but although, are we changing the rule then? Because if we say you can text message, oh, no, no, we no, should no, have accepted no. that you, email. You earlier. cannot text us of death. You know, you can't enter the death phone contest via text, but you could text us if you wanted, if you like, oh, I don't, I hate how my voice sounds or whatever. And it's like, if somebody wanted to just send us a regular text, a regular like question or comment, they could. Yeah. They can do it through text. That's all I was trying to say. Okay. Not a celebrity. And make this clear, not a celebrity death phone entry. Celebrity death phone entries must be, it's an audio podcast, people. (laughs) If we're going to pay a dollar, we want, we want our dollars worth. We want, we want to hear it. We want something uh, that we can put up. I'm debating whether I really want to talk about this next um, topic or whether I want to save it for the after show. After show. Um, We're at 50 minutes. Yeah. Kind of feel like I should save this for the after show. So I'm going to, I'm just going to move this off the, uh, off the board okay. there. Yeah. I, I feel good about that. And if you're wondering what we're talking about with the after show, what the hell are you talking about after show? Uh, we do. We have an after show that goes after this uh, and it goes for an indeterminate period of time where we uh, let our hair down and talk about other things. But uh, we also record it. Oh, shit. We're not recording it. Um, we also record it. And uh, it's all right. I just need to grab a cable before we start talking on the on the after show. Anyway, uh, the important part is, Adam. What was I trying to say? Oh, you can hear this after show if you want to. My God, I am. I, I can't remember where oh, I parked my damn wow. bike. Uh, all you have to do is join our after, you know, our, our, our special behind the scenes club. It's called level 13. It's absolutely free. All you have to do is just send us an email that says, I would like to join level 13. We will send you back an email with your very own RSS feed and access to our level 13 discord server. Um, and like what I said, was your, um, what was free. the name of the tour that you did? Keys of the kingdom. And how much did it cost? I, again, it was a, it was a present. I'm guessing maybe 150. Um, so you can think of level 13 as the keys to the kingdom of the mix podcast. It is the behind the scenes. We, we give you a tour guide. You get to see all the pipes and the data cables and, uh, see what's going on behind the scenes. And it's free, not $150. So 
There you go. I am looking it up here. It's uh, it's actually only one hundred and fourteen dollars a person. Okay. So, uh, all right. Let's. Where were we? We're doing something. I know what we were doing. Let's play this. You know what, Adam? It is the segment of the show that everyone's talking about. It's the deceased or living segment of the show. This is a little game that we came up with. We divide. We 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 invented. Uh, yeah, I think you you dreamt it. I did. I had a dream woke about up it. In a, you had a fever dream. I did. I woke up and I said, we should do this. Uh, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to read Adam some names of some people uh, who may be alive, may be dead. Uh, that comes from our research department. Adam's going to tell us whether they are alive or dead, and more importantly, how we might know them. So, uh, oh, I didn't realize um, Big Fatty was in our research department. Are we? Who are we paying him who is, now? Who's Big Fatty? I've never never heard that name oh. before in my life. Uh, all right, let's move right along here, Adam. The first name Tartar Sauce. Do you, do you want me to spell it? Because it's got a weird spell. Yeah, I do. I do. T A R D A R Sauce. You know, S like the spelled correctly that one's too easy is it i mean not easy but i mean the joke just tells itself if i if i try to make a joke out of it it's that's not funny because it's too obvious too obvious but but just give me a give me a give me a hit here it's is is tartar Um, sauce alive or dead uh he's dead but i but okay so this is what i think okay I think there's an inventor uh-huh. uh, named Tartar Sauce. Uh-huh. He came up with the concept of the 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 phone booth that Doctor Who travels around in. Yes, because and they named it after him. It's called a Tardis. Yes, the Tardis. Yes. Yeah, but he also invented <laughs> a a dip for fish, a sauce, as it were, with a cornichon. And uh, a mayonnaise, mayonnaise, mayonnaise. <laughs> All right. You know, if you keep and, mispronouncing and, it, Adam, we're going to have to say toddaloo to you. Uh, they, no, go ahead. Go and ahead. They, and they, uh, yeah, they named that after him as well. So mm-hmm. both Doctor Who, Tardis, mm-hmm. and Tartar Sauce. Oh, it is so, uh, both. so, you are so very close, Adam. No, no, uh, Tartar Sauce is indeed dead. Uh, it was the stage name. Well, it was the actual name of a cat who went by the stage name of Grumpy Cat. Oh, you know what? I did not know. I thought that cat's name was Grumpy. Well, there you El go. Cat the third. Okay, Adam David Blaine. Oh, David Blaine is alive. Yes, uh, and he is a magician. He is a magician, also a an endurance dude, right? Like I'm gonna s- yeah. stay in this block of ice for 48 hours, you know, kind of. Uh, conditioned kind of guy yeah no david blaine absolutely correct adam he is a uh he is alive and he is an illusionist uh dorothea dix you know that sounds so familiar but um i'm just give me a second something is gonna uh, tell me the name again dorothea dix so I'm gonna say she's dead. Okay. And uh, she was a famous crime writer. Oh, yeah, 
yeah. in the 50s. Okay. Uh, yeah. Ooh, so close. She is indeed dead. Uh, she was a nurse and a public health advocate who created the first mental asylum. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Old Dorothea Dix. Check into the old Dorothea Dix sanitarium and crematorium. Uh, all right, Adam. Tad Lincoln. I don't know, but isn't the name Tad so, like, Buffy and Tad? Oh, Bob, Buffy and Tad are going to the horse riding lessons this afternoon, and then they're going to come back for uh, some tea and crumpets, Mm -hmm. darling, or whatever. Uh, Tad, you know? Kind of an 80s, uh, kind of an 80s uh, eyewear cardigans, and I don't know. I don't know what they wore in the 80s, but... Preppy. uh, The 80s preppy. So... Tad, what was his last name? Lincoln. Tad Lincoln. Well, um, Mary Todd Lincoln. She, uh, little known fact, but uh, she actually, uh, she had a, a love affair. Yes. <laughs> this wouldn't work at all. <laughs> she, she, had, uh, she had an illegitimate. No, she had a. No, still wouldn't work. <laughs> she had a love affair with someone, and one of them had a baby who liked to wear preppy '80s clothes. Uh-huh. And for some reason, they yep. took Abraham Lincoln's last name uh-huh. and they named him Tad Lincoln. What if the What if the man she had an affair with, affair with, was Abraham Lincoln? Well, they were married, I assume. Yeah. What if they just had a kid? <laughs> Is that really their their son? Would you like to switch your answer to that? Uh, yeah, it, it's their <laughs> yes, son. Yes, their youngest son is named Tad. I know this because I went to the Abraham Lincoln Museum, Adam. If you had bothered to go to the Abraham Lincoln Museum, you would There's know. There's still time. There's still time. You know why I sing along with the music while I was going... Da, 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 da. is so that I can prove to Big Fatty that we're not doing this in post. That we're actually doing this live That we're not doing every what week. in post? Making the music go perfectly to the length of the game. Oh, it's just, I I'm see. just saying. It's like I just wanted to point that out. Has he complained and said that he thinks that we're faking it? Nope. But I just wanted to eliminate that possibility. Uh, okay. Here we go, Adam. Final one. You, you, are you, you have time for one more? Yeah, yeah, I think more. I do. Okay. I think so. Uh, I think I, this is this is a 50-50 whether you're going to get this or not. So I need you to put on your thinking hat here. Uh, David White. That is such a bullshit name. All right. Think. Uh, anybody. Think, David White is the most. All right. But think generic. Nick, think Nick at night. David White. David. You know, my dad's name was David. Was he also uh, White. <laughs> <laughs> he was white, yeah. Uh, David White, Nick at Night. David White. He he must have been on something that would have been on Nick at Night, but there were a lot of things on Nick at Night. I, uh, David White is actually the uh, the the nephew of Betty White. Oh, Betty White's. Nephew. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Her, uh, so her nephew. Is he alive or dead? He is alive. Okay. So sorry, Adam. Uh, David White is dead. He was Larry Tate on Bewitched. 
Oh, yeah. oh yeah, I didn't know that actor's yeah. name. So. Right, let me let me just do the uh, the the math in my head here, Adam. Let's see, you got one, two, yeah, yeah, two out of five. So I'm not sure what that exactly works out to, but it sounds like it's a lot. So congratulations, Adam, for two out of five correct on living or deceased. Doing that you know, if, if we were stealing a segment from a show, which we're not, right, but if we're not, we were, yes. mm-hmm. you know, that show could just retaliate by stealing one of our famous segments. You know, they, 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 what, <laughs> what, the dirty banana segment? Yes, exactly. <laughs> I'm George Hollowell. I'm the dirty banana guy. I want to I do a truth or consequences on the ship where we have like three people that all say that whole thing. We're just like, my name is George Hollowell. I'm the dirty banana guy. And then the next guy's like, I'm, my name is George. And we have to figure out but which you know, one you've seen, but we could seen certainly him. we could find three, uh, larger gentlemen with gray beards on this ship that we could, uh, put in room. You've never seen him though. Uh, so it would be, I just run the game. Anyway, speaking of a game, uh, what the hell is your game? Making, Making a Murderer came out like six years ago. It's like, I'm pretty sure was, if you if you go back so, through some old dubious intents, you'll probably find the one where I was like, yeah, I watched this Making a Murderer. Have you uh, watched it? Uh, so it was like, so I don't want to spoil anything for anyone. For so six I'm gonna, years I'm ago. Gonna say, I'm going to say a little bit about it. So I don't. You do know there was two seasons. Turn it off. Oh, I'm not finished. Okay. So don't spoil me. Okay. Uh but this is great. So when this came out, and I don't know why I never watched it, because I'm a big documentary person. I yeah. really like documentary, and I love crime documentaries. Yep. And uh, for whatever reason, I didn't watch it when it came out. Maybe I was being rebellious. Like, oh, no. Fuck all you people who are trying to make me watch something. I don't know. But I started watching Making a Murder because I went to my haircut on Tuesday. And as we know, I'm unsafe and I watch things on Netflix as I'm driving because I'm by myself and I don't want to fall asleep. Okay, sue me. Okay. Um, but, oh, by the way. <laughs> about Side suing? note. Yes. No, I got a speeding ticket the other day. Yeah, I know. I heard on the Geeky Gay. <sighs> Mark was so upset. He couldn't talk. I was like, why aren't you talking? I need to process what just <laughs> happened. Oh, he was in the car. Anyway. Yeah, he was in the car. But uh, so I downloaded this Making a Murderer. Yes. That is the craziest story. It is. I mean, this guy, for anyone who hasn't seen it, Mm -hmm. is convicted of raping someone. Yes. Put in jail. Put in jail. For a rape of a jogger that... uh, had a witness. I mean, she, she identified him as the, uh, as the, uh, the rapist. But then years later, she recanted her testimony and they had to release him. I mean, basically it all came down to other things, other facts showed up and the, the jogger who had been raped basically said, Oh yeah, I was wrong. That wasn't him. And so the only evidence they had to keep him in jail went away. So no, they, they they had they were able to do a DNA test, but anyway, right? But it was because said the she, whole time, yes, that he was innocent, right? And these this police department had a thing had it in for his family or something. They were and a trashy so they family that lived was, on the edge of town. Yes, they, they well, yeah. the police department and, had a thing against and, them. Yeah, and so uh, 
we had a family like that that was well not i mean i don't think they were criminals but everyone made fun of them and mm-hmm. said they stunk and stuff right, and exactly. they lived and they in ran a, a junkyard a, i mean this family they, they, literally they ran a junkyard a, yeah. like a rundown house okay but anyway but th- this isn't important the point is he got released because it, it was yeah, he it, got released and then a murder happens a murder happens and they immediately zone in on this guy it, they they don't pay attention to anyone else they don't take any other clues for anything they they're they're hell-bent that it's this guy that did it and this documentary lays out in a very compelling way wait how did he kill her in the garage and there's no blood in the garage and there's dust there's dust in the garage so it's not like he used bleach to clean it up it's like you know there's no remnants of blood there's no no blood is in the garage how did he chop her into a hundred pieces in the garage that made no sense And yeah, so you, the first part, so first of all, he's in prison the first time for like 18 years or something crazy. Yeah. Then he gets out completely innocent in the process of like suing. Oh, that was the other thing. Yeah. He, he sued the state for his wrongful imprisonment and was going to win it. That was, that's the big theory as to why they went after him and put him back in jail because he was going to cost the, that County a lot of money. It was going to count, cost them millions of dollars. So a murder happens. They pin it on him. They get his retarded nephew to, I shouldn't say retarded. Sorry, that I think that word is not in vogue anymore. His uh, mentally challenged uh, nephew. Sorry for yeah. anyone. I, yeah. it just they came basically out. berate this kid for eight hours uh, uh, with no sleep. And, he, and then they yeah. convict both of them. Yeah. And it's so obvious that. I don't, yeah. Well, okay. Oh, it, it, Some people I, say I got the mad Netflix six documentary years ago. I just calmed down. I just calmed down <laughs> from this from six years ago. Some people say the Netflix documentary takes a biased skew. What? What is the bias of that? Oh, the police bad guy. Yeah, but, obviously but they, innocent, they demonstrably you know, were. It's like that. That. Well, I haven't gotten to the end, Daniel. That I don't know district if I, attorney, like, that fat district attorney, is such a smug asshole. I hate him so much. I don't know what's going to be found out. But I will say, it's just crazy. I will tell and you this: I would. There's no resolution. Don't if you're if you're expecting there to be a. That's why there was a season two. At the end of making a murder, it was like, well, here's where things are now. It's like there's there is no resolution. Oh, shit. Really, there's no resolution here. I'm watching this thing. There's. I mean, things I happen. A, I mean, the story gets gets. I bet the mom dies. Don't tell me. I don't want I'm to. Not gonna I bet you. somebody dies. But I'm, I'm glad you're watching it. We can sure. talk about it. I haven't watched it in six years. I don't know that I want to watch it again because I just feel like it makes me angry. It really makes me angry because all of the sleazy people involved in it just really makes me angry. Yeah. Uh, but that's all right. Uh, let's do this. game it's the news game it's the news game big fatty i am actually singing all right uh just you know in case you thought that that was pre-recorded also i don't know why i'm suddenly obsessed with whether big did fatty thinks that I did. something is pre-recorded no but any, i know no but i know i know it's driving them nuts she's like how do they do that how do they have the music just go directly to the game i don't I mean, if you know you how I know that, that, you know fine, how I know, I don't think it drives him nuts. No, you he know d- how I know it drives him nuts because Larry Vader was bringing it up on his show this past Sunday. He's just like, oh, well, we don't, we're out of music and we've had complaints about that. And it's like, yeah, no, I know. I have fatty sitting there going, oh, wait, how'd they do that? I didn't know how to do that. 
He has his own show. You have to have a Roadcaster Pro. He has his own. Uh, no, actually, I'm using an iPad for that. But he has his oh, own. Uh, what's his 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 segment he does on his show? Ask Big Fatty, where he oftentimes will overshoot the music. If he yeah. if yeah. he if he knew my technique, he could apply it to that. He See? couldn't <laughs> because he could. <laughs> Fatty could not figure out how to record live. <laughs> After ten years, after ten years of streaming live, and he's trying to record and do a show at the same time. You are you never know what you're going to get. You may get him. Yep. You may get Squeaky Piggy only. You may may get get, him in one ear and like nothing in the other. Nothing at all. It's you you never know. Or hardcore porn in one ear and just big fatty in the background. It's 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 great. Anyway, this is the segment of the show, Adam. Where you're going to read me five questions from the New York Times News Quiz. This is a weekly quiz. It has 11 questions on it, but Adam's going to pick five of those. These are multiple choice questions. I, using only my head, brain, and mouth words, will answer those questions, proving my prowess at current events. I'm trying to All think. Right. I'm trying to think what happened this week. If there was really anything that I haven't kept up on. Anyway, uh, Adam, uh, what is, afterwards? though after those five questions then adam does a bonus round where uh i have 60 seconds to answer some trivial pursuit questions all right so here we go adam uh what is our first question on the old news quiz okay. this evening? first question world leaders expressed outrage after images emerged this week of civilians massacred in which ukrainian town <laughs> i i don't know the names of their towns um, I, okay, I know got, the capital. Got, I know I, the capital is Kiev. Or... You get you got Buka. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You got Kramtorsk. <laughs> <laughs> I know you spoke Romanian. Uh, you've got Kiev. Uh huh. You've got Lutsk. Oh, Lutsk. Yeah. Uh huh. And Odessa. <laughs> Just old Odessa. You know, you know, like Odessa, Texas. You yeah, know? you got Odessa if you yeah. just go down the side there. If you just uh Odessa is right by Lutsk. <laughs> the only city I know is Kiev. I I have to go with Kiev because it's right. the only one I know. Oh wait, before before I check to see if that's correct, give uh, me just one second here. Okay. Because uh-huh, you again don't have the right soundboard going to the right channel. Uh, okay. No, it was Buka. Buka. Oh, well, everyone knew that. In response to apparent Russian atrocities, the European Union banned imports of what source of energy from Russia? Coal. Coal is what they export. That is correct. That is correct. Yes. Thank you very much. So when Santa puts a coal in your sock. It comes from Russia. <laughs> does it come from Russia? <laughs> it does. That's what, uh, for Christmas this year, I give you I give you potato or I give you lump of coal. But Which remember, billionaire lump of coal is potato. What? Which billionaire, <laughs> yes. known in part for their social media presence, uh-huh. bought a nearly ten percent stake in oh, Twitter? Oh this yeah, nine percent or so. Yeah, it was Elon Musk bought bought nine point two percent of Twitter. He is the, he the largest the largest shareholder of Twitter now. What does he want to do? I, I didn't really read anything about that. Is there He's just on ulterior the board. motive there or he just wants know. to? Okay. Um, employees at a Staten Island warehouse of which company voted to form a union Ooh, last week? Amazon. They got, they got unionized. 
Amazon. I can tell you one company that it's not. (laughs) It's not the spit valve factory. (laughs) Amazon was not too happy about it. Uh, What number was that? Was that three or four? That was four. That was number four. This is the last question, Adam. The very last question. Number five. Yes. Okay. I won't give you a sports one because I'll be nice. Okay. All right. Which animal was captured on the grounds of the Capitol on Tuesday after biting at least nine people? (laughs) It was a rabid fox. Correct. Correct. I didn't hear that story. I did yes. not hear that. Wow, nine people. <laughs> nine people. And it and it tested positive for rabies, so they're like having to get those people like, you know, with their rabies treatment and stuff like that. Which is I don't know what it is. I don't know if this is true or not, but I, I used to as a kid always hear like, Oh yeah, if you get rabies, you have to have like seventeen shots in your stomach. <laughs> I mean, I wanna know. <laughs> That's horrible. Um I wanna know though. Yes. Was this fox like, like attack, like running up and jumping on and attacking people? <laughs> I think because it was just it was trying to run out of a crowd and it just ended up biting people because it was scared and it was yeah okay because I was gonna say I don't I've <laughs> so never like a, thought of like I will attack you I will attack no, no, no. you human but a fox is not an animal that I've ever thought about approaching yes. you know what I'm saying right. like in the wild because mm-hmm. I assume they don't have a zoo at the White House that I'm aware of I assume it's in the wild mm-hmm. I'm not thinking I'm gonna just walk up calmly to a fox so i would imagine the fox came to them yeah i was probably running which yeah you know i guess because it was rabid that must have been it because they're crazy in the head right yeah so then they just start i mean you know any, any scared animal is gonna attack anyway that's not important what is important it's time for the bonus round let's put 60 seconds up on the big board the game begins in three two one uh, what Scandinavian country is Europe's top oil producer? Ukraine. Norway. Oh. What role in The Godfather did Robert De Niro test for? I don't even know. Fredo? Sonny Corleone. Oh. What former Speaker of the U.S. House has a chair in peace studies named for him at the University of Ulster? Tip O'Neill. That's correct. Where is liver bile stored before being released into the small intestine? Oh, the gallbladder. Correct. Oh, shit. I dropped the card. What author conjured up the Mayfair witches? Uh, Sir Conan Doyle? I, I don't know. Anne Rice. Uh-huh. And what disorder did Muhammad Ali develop after years of catching blows? Uh, uh, Parkinson's? That's correct. Excellent. Look at that. My God. Um, what was that? You that got three. Three out of... I only missed one out of the main round, so with three bonus points, that actually puts me well ahead of the five that I needed to make a perfect score. So, you know, by any measure, Adam, that was an A-plus uh, performance. As I give every single week here on the old news quiz, on the mix... With an exit song that's too long. It's just, I don't, I don't have a, how can you magically do that on some and not others? Adam, we don't want to, we don't want to let people know how the, uh, how the sausage is made. That's, that's, that's not fun. Nobody wants to know that, but you know what people do want to know is they want to know, Hey, 
What kind of random trivial facts do you have about the day that you're recording this podcast on of some other year? They say Isn't it that exactly. what people expect of all their podcasts? <laughs> it is. I want to know say, what happened on the day this podcast was recorded, damn it. In another Tell year now. of some other year. Uh, our executive producer, Cyclone, who's away on assignment tonight, uh, you know, collates all this material, sends it to us at great expense to himself, I'm at it. And uh, yeah, so I don't know what I'm trying to say. What I'm trying to say is this is from the Mix Minus Research Center, Archives and Test Kitchen. Happy Empanada Day, Adam. Uh, yeah, to you as well. well yes, I, I think how it's just do you empanada. How empanada. Do you, you know what? Empanada. I don't think there's an empanada. I, I don't think it's just empanada. I, th- I think it. I think it's. I, you're gonna have to ask Joe. I don't want you to ask Joe Batanz because you still need to tell him that about my cabin. Uh, but, he needs uh, to manifest. A, he needs a cabin to help me you. manifest yes. my two bedroom suite on the Ovation of the Seas. No, I'm pretty sure it's National Empanada because I watched Ugly Betty and they used to. Uh, you know, her dad used to always say, "Would you Would you like some empanadas?" I think it's a it's a uh, well we we just say empanada, but I can ask Joe. You're you're from Arkansas, so. yeah. <laughs> like we have a large Hispanic population, Daniel. I don't know if you knew that. Um, on this very day, Adam, on April eighth of nineteen seventy four, the American Psychiatric Association removed its sickness definition of homosexuality. Oh, so there you go, April eighth. 1974. There you go. We were no longer. That's good. I've had, I've had a lot of therapy, and I. Th- now I'll tell you this: the one therapist I went to, who was, uh, like, you know, when I was trying not to be gay, yeah. Uh, he, the first thing he does is tell me that I should uh, look at pictures of women when I masturbate. All right, like, but do we mean like? <laughs> Do we mean like threesomes, like where the woman's doing it with two guys? Like, because, you know, <laughs> he said, uh, you need to. Yeah, I was like, I'm not going back to this person. No, he he didn't mention. He said, you just need to, you know, force okay. yourself to do it while looking at women. OK, now. Yeah. Now we know their their tricks. Will that work with anything? Yeah, I think so. OK, great. So you just. Watch picture. Maybe you should do that. Maybe you should watch videos of making PowerPoint presentations while you masturbate. And then (laughs) Then I'll love it. You'll love your job. No, then I'll be turned on. You'll love your job. Making a PowerPoint. Uh, In 1974, on April 8th, Walt Disney World's Treasure Island opened to the public. Located on Bay Lake behind the Contemporary Hotel, the 11 and a half acre island features wildlife such as birds, reptiles, and mammals, a beached hull of a sailing ship on the island's southwest shore, and a light pirate theme. Was, now, I went there. Was Treasure, was Treasure Island? Yes. There was a, there was like a Never Never Land themed. No, there was uh, a there movie. Was a, yeah, there's an animated movie called Treasure Island that has, yeah. No, no, no. But I'm saying there was an adult area of Disney that you like could oh, that drink was and pleasure. stuff like that. That was Pleasure Island. Oh, Pleasure Island. That was okay. Pleasure Island. Sorry. Uh, which was the island of hedonism from Pinocchio. Yeah. Pleasure Island. Uh, where everyone turned into jackasses. But the, uh, no, Treasure Island, which later got named Discovery Island, um, it was this little nature preserve out in the middle of Bay Lake. So you had to take a boat over to it. And it was like a separate ticketed event. 
And a long, long time ago, they did a, a combination ticket because it wasn't getting a lot of traffic. So they were giving away free tickets to it with other ticket purchases. So I went there and it was, it was mainly a bird sanctuary, mainly a bird sanctuary. So I okay. need you to, I need you to imagine an Kinda 11. like uh, every time Scotty, the lossy battler yes, calls. But I need you to imagine hundreds of birds flying around this island out in the middle of this large lake. You come up in a boat and they drop you off at the end of a dock. And you walk down that dock as the boat pulls away because the yeah, boat's well, not going to just... be back. boat's not going to be back for like another 20 minutes. And as soon as you get to the end of the dock and set foot on the island, the overwhelming stench of bird poop like just hits you in say. the face. And you're suddenly, you're like, oh my God, where's that fucking boat? I was like, I can't, I need to leave. We used to call it Guano Island. It was just- you're, Wait, you're just there on your own? There's no Disney employee at all? They just drop you off and say, "Yeah, here you go. Yeah. And it was walking trails through an aviary and stuff. I mean, yeah, there were cast members on the island, but they didn't have a boat to get you back. <laughs> Just saying. Okay. Yeah, uh, I can imagine there was a lot of poo. How do? Oh wait, now how do they keep these birds in the island? Well, so you they, said these birds are flying around. Do they yeah, have but a, they, like a right, big there was birds net? flying around around, but then they did also have a caged aviary section of the island where they had rare birds that they kept. Okay. In okay. cages. Uh, on this day, April 8th in 1974, also not only did the, the gays become not sick, but Hank Aaron beat Babe's Ruth all-time home run record, Adam. Wow. Well, you know, I'm, uh, yeah. Uh-huh. That was a big moment in my life. It was. I, <laughs> 1974, I was. It's my best memory. I was five. <laughs> Even though I wasn't born yet. Uh, on April 8th of 1990, Twin Peaks premiered on ABC. Did you ever watch Twin Peaks? No. I feel like that's a thing that maybe you and I should watch. Like maybe we should say, all right, let's watch one season of it and talk about it. Let, let's, you know, because it's, I know we it's can. on is that, streaming. Is is that the one that, um, I don't know. It's like weird. Yeah, it's very weird. Uh, like, it's very weird. Uh, I always, you know, when people say Twin Peaks, I always think of Northern Exposure. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Maybe I liked, because did you like Northern Exposure? I, I did it. like yeah. Northern Exposure, but I, but it was just like a like small town Alaska sort of thing. But uh, where this guy goes there, he's a doctor, and you know, fish out of water, blah blah blah. But shit, I forgot what I was gonna say. Uh, <laughs> I did. You're not even drinking. No, I'm not. I'm just getting old and senile. Anyway, keep going. Keep going. Uh, Let's turn to the one source of true news, and that would be the Weekly World News. This is from the April 8th, 1997 edition of the Weekly World News. Uh, Let me just go through here and not quite sure. There's a lot of vitamin questions here, but this is what I needed to, to tell you, Adam. A famous psychic is actually a 220 pound drag queen. Okay. Now, well, I mean, why can't you be, why can't you be both? <laughs> I'm just all, saying. I mean, why can't you be all of those things? In 1997, apparently you couldn't. Uh, in Belgrade, in Serbia, she calls herself Cleopatra, 
Oh my God. Her name is Cleopatra and you didn't know she was a drag queen? Come on. Come on. Not impossible. It's kind of like uh, we went camping this past weekend and the, the drag show on the first night was with, uh, what was it? Something Hyman? What was the, uh, um, <laughs> it, was, it was a Hyman joke. Anyway, the point uh, is, I don't, Tor- I don't know. I, I was- what it is. Tori Hyman. Oh. <laughs> Earlier in this show today, there was something about a, 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 it sounded like a drag name. Anyway. Anyway, Cleopatra, turns out she was she was actually a drag queen. I, I, I don't know why they're concentrating on this 220 pounds. Like, is 220 pounds, like, that's not, that's not even obese if you're like six feet. I mean, sometimes when drag queens are concerned, that's a petite drag queen. But you know what? If you wanted to, Adam, you could lose 10 pounds just by breathing. A new book teaches you how to breathe your way to a thinner you. There you, go, I, you know, I breathe every day. It doesn't matter. You could lose and up to I, 10 pounds a week just by making a simple change in the way that you breathe. It's yeah, a, I need to know that. I it is a know. well-documented claim of Pam Grout, author of Jumpstart Your Metabolism with the Power of Breath. Is it like that um, pregnant lady or like labor breath? <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't know in the book. I don't know. Yeah, I like that. You think that'll be cut out when you do the I feel the like editing? she'd be on YouTube nowadays. She would just like, uh, you know, tell us, you know, things on YouTube. Hey, Adam, there um, was a so no- in the in the chat room they yes. are telling us uh, when they're, uh, well, RT Cruiser is telling us that his sainted grandmother passed away twenty twenty two years ago today. Aw, on April. 8th. So, uh, well, there you go. Uh, Adam, there were number one movies at the box office in of on oh. April 8th in many different years. I'm going to play you the theme song to one of them, and I want you to tell me what film this belongs to, Adam. Are you ready? That, Daniel, yep. is uh, Double Trouble. Double Trouble. All right, Adam, you are correct. It is Double Trouble. And I, I want to know, what do you know about the movie Double Trouble? That there was trouble <laughs> and that it was double. Who, who, who starred in Double Trouble? I don't know, but I want to I say it must have been about twins. Oh, it's about twins. Were, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I know nothing about that. No, absolutely nothing. Uh, it's an Elvis film, actually. It's superstar oh. Elvis Presley stars as an American rock singer who becomes involved with a European teen heiress, featuring a collection okay. of the King's classics, including Long Legged Girl with John Williams TV's Family Affair. So there you go. Uh, it was uh, Double Trouble. You were absolutely correct. You do get a, you know credit for that. I mean, we don't have points here, but you you nope. you, you, you get you get people things. may think I. I cheat at that game, but I do not. You don't. They're also... Well, I do. Okay, I have a list. It's like a multiple choice question. Right. Many, we'll, we'll say that. Many people had birthdays uh, on April 8th. Let's say happy birthday to some of them that we know right now. Taylor Kitsch, a Canadian actor. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. J.R. Bourne. I don't even know who this is. A Canadian actor, Team Wolf, Stargate, SG. I don't remember him from Stargate, SG1. Are you back to Taylor Kitsch now? No, I'm you, down yeah, to... Yeah, you are. It no. says Canadian. J.R. Bourne is also a Canadian actor. Oh, uh, I see. Richard Hatch, 
Yeah, you remember Richard Hatch? He won season one of yeah. Survivor. I think they're blurring way bigger than it is. <laughs> <laughs> and Kane Holder, an actor and stuntman best known as Jason Voorhees in the Friday the 13th film. Anyone oh. else on here that you want to say happy birthday to? Uh, Vivian Westwood, uh-huh. um, Betty Ford. We typically uh, say is, their is names. Dead. I mean, we typically say their ages. Uh, oh, Vivian Westwood, 81. Betty Ford is dead. Uh, Patricia Arquette. Mm-hmm. I think she was medium on, on that show. Medium could be. I, I like that show. She's fifty-four. Uh, Robin Wright mm-hmm. is fifty-six. 56. I'm just trying to see. Yeah, no, that's it. That's all right. All well, got. Katie Sackhoff turned forty-two, and uh, one other one that I saw up here that I wanted to call out. Uh, Julian Lennon turned 59. Happy birthday to each and every one of you from each and every one of us. Well, there's only two of us, so it's just kind of like the both of us, right? The grin on his face, ladies and gentlemen. The grin on who? As he ends the theme music perfectly. Shut up. Shut up, up, Adam. Just shut up. Uh, The last topic is yours, my friend. Yeah, I was just going to talk about. So we've been getting a lot of stuff accomplished. Yes. And so I just thought I would tell everyone, you know, who may not listen to Geeky Gay. Uh-huh. We ordered the gym floor. Yes. So it should be in sometime next week. Did Wait, you haven't told us on the Geeky Gay. Did did the other guy ever give you a, a, a no. competing quote? So you're going to pay that stupid, what was it? 5,000 bucks? It you know what? When we originally went... And we told him the size of the room. Yes. And we kind of said what we wanted. I, you he said, said it would be like 1500 1500 Then he goes to your house. He's like, it's 2500 And then later he goes like, oh, no, no, actually 26. it's 35 No. It's 35 it's No, because the other guy never, I called, I emailed twice. He never responded. He didn't want the gay Seriously. business, I guess. This is a job for Thumbtack. I would go ahead and buy the flooring. Like, just go ahead and buy the flooring from the one place. That has it in stock. Just go ahead and buy it. And then go on TikTok and Thumbtack. Go on, your, on TikTok? Yeah, go on TikTok. Find go it. on Thumbtack. On, by the way, Baron Frosty's on TikTok with his crazy little YouTube uh, woo-woo thing, his little air, you know, uh, uh, horoscope thing. It's like, this is Aries. He hasn't done, he keeps doing every, every air, you know, every sign on his TikTok, except for the sign that it fucking is right now. Thank you, Baron well, Frosty. He hasn't gotten around to it yet. Um, anyway, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, I would just, I would go on Thumbtack and find a contractor that will come in and do it. Like, you have the materials. No, I mean, we've come already paid the, I mean, we're signed up with them. We, I, I, we signed the dotted line. I gave a down payment. Highway robbery. Even, uh, and it's fine. It's fine. But anyway, you know, the other guy. So we did that. And so that's happening soon. Soon. And I put up the slat wall. Oh, would you, uh, you call me? <laughs> the slat wall. Oh, slat wall. Um, so, you know, you know how uh, there are those pegboard. No, I know what you're talking about. Things. Yeah. Well, a slat wall is a nicer looking right. version of that. Right. It's like slats. Yeah. And then the instead of there being holes all over it that you put little hooks into, yep. these are slats. So you have like little like French cleats on them so that you can. Yep. Yep. Exactly. So uh, I did that, but I only did one of them. So I'm going to do the other one this weekend. So I'm I'm feeling very accomplished. Well, there you go. I've done those two things, and we're gonna get a, a quote for solar. Ooh. So 
We, I mean, this isn't our forever home, so we're not going to do solar because there's no point in it. It would cost us the same to do it now. We would just basically be funding the next person. Also, the state of Florida is doing some bullshit things. Although I do admit that living in Florida, I do have an interest in that whole Tesla home battery pack thing, like where it's actually, yeah. and then the the whole house will run off of it for a couple of days. Um, yeah, am, well, they- yeah. I'm interested. In they that. had a battery. This company we talked to, you know, it's so interesting. The 25, he said for about $150, they, they said they size up the job mm-hmm. based on your uh, electric bill. So not based on your square footage or anything like that. They look at your electric bill. And, uh, and so anyway, he said it was like 25,000 for about $25,000 for, yeah. The solar panels for about $150 a month. Yeah. Electric bill. But if you wanted a battery, it's like another 20,000. Yeah. Cause it's not just a, it's a whole house battery. It's like, <clears> it's a, yeah, and it's, it, if you don't have the battery when the electric goes out, yeah, like, you're done. cause we thought, we thought, oh, if you get solar panels, you can just, you know, always have electricity and you can't unless you have a battery. Anyway, that's it. So I did those things and we're looking at solar. So I just feel, you know, maybe one day we'll do landscaping, but. <laughs> but not today. I don't know. Not today. Not, not today, today, people. Uh, all right. Well, uh, we're going to be gone for two weeks because I'm yeah. out. I'm out the 15th and the 22nd. So uh, sorry. We're going to a rescheduled Johnny Squim concert in Atlanta next Friday. And then the following Friday, I'm going to be camping. So, camping. What is it? What? Why are you putting scare quotes? Right. I'm, I'm, I'm taking just, my RV to a campground, oh, and I'm going camping. You're taking your RV to, <laughs> to the campground. It is an actual RV. Anyway, ladies, if you want to email us, you can do so. The email address is contact at mixminuspodcast.com. You can also call us on our voicemail line seven zero seven six one death. If you want to participate in the celebrity death phone, you can. Or you can just say hi to us, do whatever you want. You can also text that number. You can text 70761-DEATH. <laughs> if you want to go to our website, it's voicemail.mixminuspodcast.com. You can record your voicemail there for higher clarity if you don't care about phones. But, uh, all right, three weeks, Adam. See ya. This show is part of the Pride 48 Podcasting Network. Check out more great shows at pride48.com.